Yes. Female lemon M lemon M's? Female M M's. Yeah. This is what got the right wingers Jimmy's rustling as we begin 2023. Fox News is arguing that the candy will have a negative effect on US foreign policy. <laughs> yeah. That so here's the story. Okay. M's. Um uh, Mars Company, I think, who produces them, uh, decided to release a limited edition uh, purple-colored package of M&M's uh, featuring the cartoons of just their female uh, M&M characters, which are horrifying, I've mentioned on previous <laughs> programs, because why would you w wish to, to animate and humanize these little things that we're going to put between our teeth and crush? I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, the things they do to the male M&Ms, I can't believe we're even referring to candy as having a gender. The male performing M&Ms, um, the things they do, that one where they're in the trunk of the car and they're going to smash them up with like a hammer. Yeah, and, and, and his the one friends, with the chocolate bar. And his friends sold them to the mob. Yeah, like they're, they're horrible. And so, I, like, yeah. okay. This is the strange thing is that the the anthropomorphized M and M's have apparently existed since 1954. I don't know I why I've only that. been uh, no. I mean, I I thought that they came around after those. Uh, remember the California raisins? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I felt the California raisins. I felt like I was actually putting them out of their misery. They well, looked there was old that... and withered and, the... and like, you know, so I thought, okay, chewing them, I'm probably helping them achieve their nirvana. Uh, they could move to their next, their next uh, uh, form of life, which unfortunately um, is, is in the toilet. Um, but I didn't feel bad about chewing the, uh, the raisins, but the, they make you like these M&Ms and we're, I mean, I guess it's like chicken restaurants that uh, use an anthropomorphized chicken um to to talk you know to lure you in meantime what's being done to a chicken so you can eat it is just horrible but somehow this is worse yeah i the one that freaks me out is they gave the brown m m glasses well How not every m, not every m m has perfect vision well but i it's just too much you know i i can manage three things three tangible details on something that requires suspension of disbelief and then I just sort of get lost? Um, so here's what, um, uh, I mean, Eminem says that the uh, portion of the profits will go to organizations that are uplifting and empowering women, uh, wow. such as She Is The Music and We Are Moving The Needle. The package says it's supporting women flipping the status quo. And yeah. uh, Martha McCallum, um, oh, sorry, not Martha McCallum. Martha McCallum is the good person. Uh, she's the person who speaks for uh, M&M's. Um, where yeah. is the piece I'm looking for here? Well, I uh, mean, it's it's the, the green and the brown M&M, which are pre-existing characters. They're adding a purple M&M, I guess, to do the whole suffrage colors thing. And they've taken away green's kind of go-go boots and they've given brown a lower heel. And this is apparently freaking out Tucker Carlson. Sorry, Aunt, uh, Martha McCallum is not the good person from, from Mars. Martha McCallum is a, a, a Fox News anchor. And this is what she had to say about 
the 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 female package of M and M's. She said that uh, uh, if, if this is what you need for validation, an M and M that is the color you think is associated with feminism, then I'm worried about you. Okay, Martha, I'm worried about you caring about this story. Um, she said, goes on to say, I think that makes China say, oh, good, keep focusing on that. Keep focusing on giving people their own color M&Ms while we take over all the mineral deposits in the entire world. You know, I'm pretty sure that it's not either or. I'm pretty sure that you can politically oppose China's efforts to, to lock up mineral rights and still have different uh, color packaging on M&Ms. I don't think it's either or. And and wasn't China the country that was good under Trump, according to the right wing? Like China good, Russia good. I can't follow it anymore. Don't, don't try to make sense of them. Yeah, um, it, it, that's the thing. This stuff doesn't make any sense. It's all just trying to wear down people's ability to uh, accurately and reasonably assess things like risk and threats. Um, and it's working. An opinion everybody piece. Is, everybody the, is just so perpetually outraged. They're missing the important stuff. Last year, they changed the boots on the green M&M. They swapped your go-go boots for sneakers. Yeah, I said and, that before. Yeah, right. And people got upset. The, the Washington Post had an editorial. said the M&M's changes aren't progressive. Give her, give green her boots back. Um, and uh, But this the, is something people understand. This is insane. The fact that people get all upset over nonsense. Now, here's the thing. This is a brilliant marketing ploy by Mars Wrigley North America. Oh, yeah, America. it's great earned media. They, they knew what they were doing. They knew that because if they had just put out these packages and uh, just put them out on the shelves, no fanfare, they would have maybe they would have sold okay. They probably would have sold the same as regular M&Ms. Who knows? But... They know that once they throw this into the culture war, you're going to get people buying them as a, a statement of defiance of the, the right wingers and their idea of, uh, of feminism and women. So this has now become a cultural identity piece yeah. as opposed yeah. to a change in the package of a candy. And right. it's brilliant. It, like If you can make money off these idiotic outrage people, do it. Because something good should come of it as far as and listen, I'm waiting for the M&Ms to have an M&M in a wheelchair. Because, you know, that's coming. Well, glasses are uh, uh, an assistance device, right? Yeah, but it, I, I'm waiting for a uh, M&M in a wheelchair, an M&M with a seeing eye M&M. &M. Um, and I, you know what, what? Why not? If they're if they're actually going to be you know, supporting. Um, do it. Right. That's what I'm saying. Do it. And like, how about a, uh, a, a, a non-binary M&M? Because actually, when you think about it, M&Ms are in fact non-binary. Well, yeah, I mean, this they is are, absurd, They are right? candies um, that have no genitalia, no genetics. They are candies with a hard shell. That is all that they are. And this is this is what uh, qualifies, I think, as bread and circuses, which is what accompanied the fall of the Roman Empire. Distract people with nonsense. Well, mm -hmm. well, horrible things are being done 
uh, in your name by governments. Uh, and they're uh, like, there's so much bad going on in the world. Mm-hmm. There is so much bad that if we really focused on it, I think enough people will be pushed uh, by outrage to do something about important things. Instead, we waste our outrage on M&Ms and, and nonsense like this and, and Pepe Le Pew and other crap. This is, this is not important. This is an emblem of how we have become able to be focused by uh, forces that say, you know, hey, squirrel, over there, look over there, look over, car, you know, when you're playing hockey on the street, car, like it's, it's that. The, the, the important things are completely getting lost yeah. as the world goes down the toilet. Yeah. Yeah, it it really is. People are focused on all the wrong things. And all the wrong things. It's like you said before and you said today, it's something people understand. There's no greater yeah. complexity to it. It's yeah. something easy that they can jump onto and ultimately has no actual real effect in the real world. So, uh, you know, it, it's almost it's almost like a fun thing to 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 get angry well, about in a sense there's no responsibility inherent in these debates right like who cares really at the end of the day about the color of m&ms so for whatever reason it's this weird counterintuitive thing that people think it's very very it's safe to get upset about things that don't matter and it I, the fact that uh, th- this is something that bothers me, it's a bit of a tangent, but forgive me. This safety thing, everything is safety. Everything is unsafe, not safe. <laughs> Getting embarrassed is not a health, is not like a threat risk. Nobody likes to be embarrassed. Nobody likes to be humiliated, but it's not a physical threat. Oh, no, people, the things people consider threats, the, I mean, this is a topic for another day, but you're right. Um, the things people call threats these days, like, what the hell's the matter with you? You know, maybe it's because I'm from another generation and I'm an old man yelling at a cloud. But, mm-hmm. you know, there was a time when people would humiliate you or embarrass you or say something which might have uh, caused you to think of a bad time. And you know what? Yeah. In the case of the last thing, you say, could you please not say that again? It, it upsets me. And the person would say, yes, I had no idea. Um, you didn't go on about being triggered and that that person is a terrible person. Um, and you, 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 when you were humiliated, you, that was how you learned to, to cope in a world. Because when you're growing up, you're, there's no one growing up who wasn't humiliated, it's, who felt mm-hmm. humiliated. I mean, you go through junior high school, you feel humiliated you at know some what? point. I, I had a guy on Twitter this week blame his kindergarten teacher for his current poor behavior. And he's what, six years old? He, well, um, he claims that he went to university in the 60s. So what does that tell you? He went to university in the 60s. That's what he's claiming. Which means he is now in his 60s. Yep. And he's upset about something his kindergarten teacher did uh, some 55 years ago. He yep. never got never got over it. This never is, got over it. And this is what society has bred these days. You can bring these nonsenses to the surface, and nobody's allowed to call you on you call you on it and say, "All right, that's bull crap." Enough, yeah. you know. You know, there's there's sensitivity 
there's reasonable sensitivity, and then there's people making unreasonable demands for on sensitivity, and that talking about a kindergarten teacher, that yeah. is an unreasonable demand. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, there are things you understand, you know. Uh, I uh, uh, accident when you were uh, a child that's left you with a permanent, you know, physical disability. That okay? I think we can understand. That's going to affect you your entire life. Or like when right? you're a baby in a carriage and some dog jumped up and was barking in your face. I understand for at least part of your childhood, you'll probably have an uneasiness around dogs, but you get past it. Well, I had a horrendous fear of needles as a kid because I had pneumonia when I was only one year old. And the doctor apparently just like did the whole Pulp Fiction thing with the needle in my thigh. He was being real dramatic. And so I had a like debilitating fear of needles until I was a teenager. And I mean, now you you take you take needles like a yeah, champ. I mean, the way I got over it was not my choice and I don't think it's ideal, but I'm living proof that you know, childhood and adolescent phobias you can't overcome them and they're really not excuses. Like they're not no, we, uh, and we've, we've stopped telling people people to use some self-reliance and uh, self-resilience. We've we've put that responsibility on the rest of the world. And I, uh, I, and again, I'm not talking about being more sensitive to people's gender identity or their color or their religion. I'm not talking about that. That to me is basic uh, respect that we accord each other in a civilization. I'm talking about. When somebody sees you wearing a blue coat and says, I don't like blue coats. I got scared by someone wearing a blue coat when I was four. And like, what? What? Should I change my coat? Like, are you going to tell all people to not wear blue coats? Because you, the, the, the actual calculus should be, you should change. Not people should stop wearing blue coats. Well, yeah, there are, there are certain things that are reasonable and certain things that are unreasonable. I think what it is, is that some people think that whenever someone says, you know, I have a trauma, everything should just stop. And some things can't, you know, the world cannot grind to a halt because of your or my unfortunate situation. Uh, I think the other thing is people don't know how to be just uncomfortable anymore it's it's all you know it's not it's not this is making me anxious it's i have an anxiety condition and if, if every time something becomes moderately uncomfortable you stop dead and demand everybody else stop dead you're never gonna grow and but, on that on that note well uh, it's, it's deliberate right these guys who are aggrieved see everybody else they think whining and getting rewarded for it not understanding that you know systemic racism is not your kindergarten teacher was mean to you 40 years ago well yeah they they lump it all together and this this is what happens is that causes that i i, ha I have a reasonable foundation get lumped in with yeah. the people who take it too far and when people take it too far, that's the example that opponents use to invalidate all 
uh, attempts at uh, re recalibrating our level of uh, sensitivity and respect for other people. They, you know, you're defined by the extremes, which is why these extremists should just shut up. See, I, I have a, I have a counterpoint to that. I just want to point out that only progressive movements are judged that way, because when you look at right wing things like you know religion, strangely it's judged by a very, very different metric. And that's why I, I, I used to believe the same thing, but you know, I'm, I'm really involved in, in, you know, certain things. I won't get on a soapbox right now. This isn't the time or place for it, but it's impossible to silence nut jobs. You just, you can't, people have the right to speak and it's not right to paint an entire social movement with the brush of the biggest crazies because every movement has them every single one and it backfires unless everybody is prepared to be judged by the craziest people that happen to agree with you on a given issue then nobody should be and no no cause no belief will stand if that's the benchmark because there's crazies that say ridiculous things with everything pick a well, topic I yeah. can give you an insane view I've seen. Well, you you want to give me an example? You said or well, no, pick a topic. I can tell oh, you an I insane see. view. Uh, here's the thing: um, what has to happen is when there is a crazy um, spouting off on social media um, about a cause you believe in, but they've taken too far. The the reasonable people need to step up and say, yeah. you know what? Shut up already! Work. You're making us it, look bad. It doesn't work. It does not it won't work. shut. It won't so, shut them up, but it'll it let other people know that there are reasonable people no, still on that spectrum. Ed. It doesn't because that crazy take gets amplified, and your pushback doesn't. It it doesn't matter. It's not worth it. It doesn't work. I still have people insisting that the you know the pro transgender movement wants to force people to have sex with trans people. It's not true. A couple of edge cases said it, but I hear this all the time. And you say, nope, there was pushback. Well, I didn't see it. Well, yeah, because it wasn't amplified on the right wing news channels and subreddits that you frequent. Of course, you didn't see it. It doesn't work. It doesn't right. work. The, it, things are just too, too partisan people. It's too easy to select only the information you want. And the unfortunate part of that, and we need to do something about that because what it means is that increasingly entire groups of people are going to get left behind because they're just using polluted, polluted information sources and there's no reasoning with them. And that's a social problem that is going to create real problems down the line. Down the line. There's problems right now. Yeah, um, but it, it can get worse. Speaking of uh, right now. Uh, we are into 2023. I'm, I mean, I remember, I don't know about you, Leanna, I remember when I was like six, seven, eight years old, and we talked about like 2023, I was thinking that we were going to have uh, jet cars and uh, jet packs and uh, robots, uh, robot servants and all of this stuff. And here we are in 2023. And no, it's just a worse version of when I was eight years old. Um, we have 
there are some, I mean, there, there's machines that do well, yeah, work now, for us. Now um, with smartphones. Yeah, there's machines that yeah. do work for us, but at the same time own us. Um, and there's, uh, but there's no jet, uh, jet cars, like flying cars. I realized very bad idea. The engine Terrible stalls, idea. it squashes yeah. somebody. Um, but uh, jet packs, where the hell are the jet packs? Of all the things, could we not have jet packs? It's 2023. Anyway. Again, very dangerous. Um, I, I wish not to think about that. You wear some asbestos pants and away you go. Asbestos um, pants? Well, you gotta have something heat resistant because the flame is down around your butt. You want the snow pants version of oven mitts? Yes. Yeah, okay. You got it exactly. Okay. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, so here's some things that Leanna and I would like left in 2022. Uh, we will go back and forth. Um, I will let Leanna start. Well, the the outrage peddling is something I would love to be left in 2022. Not everything requires a reaction. Not everything requires you getting upset. Some things are just an amusing, an amusing anecdote like anthropomorphized M&Ms. Very good. Succinct. Yeah. Um, and I agree. I would like to see the term woke put to bed. Oh, please. Please. Except, except within its original usage of Black Civil Rights Consciousness Movement. I think it's been ruined for that, too. I, th I think it's been ruined, but I'm fine if people have been using it. You know, that, that term originally appeared in, like, the 40s. Well, I just it, don't like... Uh, it's, it's use as a pejorative. I would like to see stopped. Because no, the, the, what, the minute somebody starts going on about that, I, I tune them out. Because what does woke mean, according to the opponents of woke that have commented on things that I have said that they have called woke? Here, here are the things that, uh, that the type of thinking opponents of woke don't like. They don't like the idea that, hey, maybe uh, uh, black, brown, and Asian people should be, you know, in our movies and TV a little bit. You know, how about that? Uh, they don't like the idea that people who are uh, gay or lesbian or non binary they don't they don't want to um treat them with any respect um they think they should go back to hiding in the closet um we uh we should um stop having sympathy or empathy for people in bad circumstances mm -hmm. um so these are some of the things that they oppose they oppose you know, empathy they you know oppose inclusiveness they they impose a uh, basic respects for individuals if that's what woke is about, then I'm woke. But that's not using it as a pejorative. What is wrong with any of those particular planks? Nothing is wrong with them. Something is wrong with you if you have a problem with empathy or inclusiveness or you know anything else that's done reasonably. You know what I got called woke for this week? What? Saying that a woman's personality, intelligence and diligence is more important than if she's carrying 15 extra pounds. Especially if the speaker is like 280 pounds, that's apparently woke. Anything that shows any ability to empathize with other people. Any maturity. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's the modern equivalent of calling somebody a sissy. You know, it's. Well, that's a little different. It, it is just, a, it is one of those terms that people use it so they can avoid actually engaging with and thinking about the concept that threatens them. And, and 
the concept that tends to threaten them is they somehow feel like uh, the world as it is now is not the world as they were raised to see it. And they can't adapt. Yeah, they just can't adapt to change. And change, you know, change is not always good. No. But it's not always bad either. Well, I mean, change is like anything. There's good. Like like they say in, in the, the theme song, you take the good, you take the bad. Yeah, I mean, for me, because I grew up, you know, I grew up in the Jane Finch in Toronto. Which is I, a hood. For yeah, those who don't know. Well, we're not supposed to call it that anymore. Um, Too bad but, I did. But um, yeah, like what's going on in media right now for me feels for me more normal that's what people look like as opposed to the you know growing up the the depictions of communities on television was not something I could really relate to it didn't look like the world I experienced you know what it wasn't the world anyone experienced we talked about this on a previous uh, show when that idea of the, the 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 nice white waspy family that was that was a creation of uh european yeah. jews who fled uh eastern europe came here started up the entertainment industry that idea of the nice white family was the idealized version of americans that eastern europeans who were living uh four to a room in, yeah. in tenements um and and were rough around the edges because they they had uh they didn't have the, the the social graces that uh others had been brought up with um to them that that was heaven that well, was this is how they thought uh white uh, gentiles lived and it has continued to be a fiction that has been promulgated over the years nobody Nobody lived like that. That well, was all was, nonsense. It was also a bit of post-war propaganda. Uh, let's keep everything nice and quiet for the severely combat traumatized men coming back from World War II. Like there, there was an element of, you know, the powers that be were perfectly fine to push that stereotype. And it, it didn't work the way they thought. It didn't encourage people to model behavior. People just got resentful of this lifestyle they saw on TV and, and they couldn't, you know, they couldn't have. What is the but, other thing that you would like to see uh, left in 2022? Oh, so many. Um, uh, the media paying attention to celebrity opinions of things outside a person's expertise. Well, that, I mean, that goes back a long time, but uh, yeah, yeah be nice. I, it, but it was especially bad last year and i know it's not gonna stop but you know someone who's a doctor of philosophy opining on medical research i don't care you know and and somebody who happens to host a popular podcast opining on the political situation in a country they don't live in and they have no knowledge of that's also uh, yes i'm talking about joe rogan Uh, but there are other like there, you're right. There you know are what? figures who have an outsized ability to change people's opinions who themselves have not actually researched and come to a conclusion. You know what? That let, Let's specifically talk about Joe Rogan for a minute because we found ourselves in that situation, you know, in the much music days. That all of a sudden people were listening to you, Ed, when I was just a producer. Uh, and 
there were certain responsibilities because much music was classified as a youth channel. Uh, and so we had to shape our opinions in a way that wouldn't let the channel, wouldn't get the channel in trouble. And we managed to do it with no money, with no staff, but me. Don't tell me Joe Rogan can't be more responsible. He doesn't want to be. He's being arrogant and lazy and he just can't be bothered because, I mean, his producer fact-checked, I forget who, Matt Walsh or something like that. He fact-checked him wrong, though. They they just put one piece of disinformation and a piece of information that was slightly less wrong but still wrong. Um, Actually, more wrong the other way. But it just, it, they make so much money they can have some fact checking. They can prepare him better. And for God's sakes, does he need to get stoned before every show? Like he's not just stoned some episodes. He's very stoned, like visibly and audibly stoned. Well, he comes from that stream of Americanism, which says I'm American. So everything that comes out of my mouth is factual. Um, I'm an expert because I'm an American. I don't need to do any research. I go by my gut and okay, my but... gut tells me this. And that is a stream of Americanism that is embraced, uh, that, that Donald Trump represents, which has been embraced by his supporters. Anything I say is true because I said it. Except Rogan has gone beyond that at times, actually manufacturing details to make his opinion-driven something seem like something somebody told him. Like that whole thing with the cat litter in the schools which wasn't true. Well, it, it was, but but it, kids weren't using the litter box because they identified as cats. It was uh, an active shooter precaution. He said a friend of his whose wife was a teacher told him that. That was just manufactured. He just lied which he later and on said wasn't true he yeah, later on admitted no no that's not true i i i i, I embellish that is inexcusable that is inexcusable i mean dan rather's career got completely ruined for less than that yeah absolutely that's true that's why we live in a world where nobody nothing's responsible no one is expected to show any responsibility whatsoever in fact you are rewarded the more irresponsible you are, yeah. the better you do. Yeah. Um, as long as you allow people their confirmation bias, you will be rewarded. Listen, if I wanted to make a ton of money, I could turn, if I wanted to start making money, I could turn into a right-wing shill and start pu putting up, yeah. you know, talking about right-wing stuff. I would, there's lots of money there. Oh, there's lots of money in being a right-wing shill. Yeah, there's lots of money. But stupid me, I have ethics and can't get my mouth to speak those the, the things that I'd have to speak to be a right wing uh, a right wing shill. Leanna, another thing I would like and it left in 2022, mm -hmm. and I know you feel passionately about this. Um, I would like people to stop focusing uh, negativity on the discussion of trans people. Oh. Let trans people live their lives. Let parents work with their children who are trans. Let doctors make decisions. Leave it alone. It's not your business. It does not affect your life one way or the other. If you think if you think it's weird because it's not something that's in your experience, 
too bad. There's lots of things I think are very strange that aren't in my experience. I don't get to order the universe according to what I think is 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 normal. Um, I, I don't get to do that. No one gets to do that. And I am so sick of people trying to say what a woman is, what a man is, what they're not. Shut up. It's not your business. I'm tired of reading uh, people talking about the surgeons butchering little children. First of all, surgeons aren't butchers. They're, they're surgeons. Uh, secondly, they're not giving the surgery to little kids. So stop with no, that. It's not happening. Not. It's, it's not happening. That no. just that they're misreporting um, either very severe cases where there's surgical intervention at the age of 16 and the person went on to live a very happy, productive life with no regrets, or they're talking about actual health corrective surgery that they're mischaracterizing. Yeah. They're not doing surgical reassignments on children. They are not. Now, to me, a child is anybody under the age of 14. Right. Yeah. Are, well, are there are there at sixteen? Surgeries? You can quit school. Well, you can drive at sixteen. But the, the, it's not happening. They keep talking about little kids. Not happening. It's not happening. Kids. Kids, it's... Little kids are not being brainwashed. There was nobody out there. No teachers. No parents. Little... No activists who are going up to kids and saying you're trans. You're trans. They don't. No one wants to turn a kid. Trans, because you cannot turn a kid okay, trans. A this... kid is either trans or they're not trans. There is no brainwashing going on. And uh, it's time to stop that nonsense. Remember that thing I was telling you about? Then somebody will find one edge case, one TikTok video where someone is 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 saying something ridiculous. Yeah. And look, see, it does exist. All that's the problem is if you say it's not happening, all they need to find is one thing where it's kind of sort of, even though anybody can put anything on TikTok, you don't know what the motivations for that person are. Um, I, I, I'm mentioning TikTok just because it's like, I somebody linked me to something and it was like, what is this nonsense? I'm like, nonsense. Um, there's people with bad takes out there. Is this person an expert? Is this person respected in their field? Do they have, is there any reason why you should listen to this person's, uh, listen to what this person is saying, or are they just a person with an uninformed opinion and that's it? We need a distinction between people who know what they're talking about and people who can't tell you anything more than their personal feelings on the subject. Indeed. And also, for all these people screaming outrage about what's being done to little kids, why are they not concerned with the kids who are trans, who don't have supports and who kill themselves in record numbers? And those that don't kill themselves um, are depressed. Why don't they care about the severe depression and the suicidal ideations and actual suicides of these kids? They don't care about kids. It is something that they're taking their bigotry and they're trying to cover it up with something that sounds like nobility. Think of the children. Soon as somebody starts going with think of the children, I know they're full of crap. Well, th the people that think this way believe that the only correct way to raise a kid is to treat them as extensions of the parents um, who, first of all, you know, you talk to these people and they both think their children are manipulative little monsters and also 
They won't listen to anything they tell them, but you can also make them respect them and make them do what they want you to do. It's all them just working out their own perceived failures as human beings on other people. And don't raise your kids um, as if uh, they're being raised in the same time period you were raised. It's a different world, my friends. Okay. What was in your world is not necessarily what they're dealing with today. And you're not helping them get prepared for the world as it is by trying to make them live in the world as it was. Well, I mean, even back then, you know, look at people like Eddie Izzard, right? Eddie, Eddie Izzard gender bent, I think it's her entire career now. And people are acting like Eddie Izzard somewhere came out of nowhere and started identifying as a woman. Eddie Izzard identified as a, I think transvestite was the term she used back then, in the seventies. This is not new, you know. No, none of the, none of this is new. Um, but that but... leads in that leads into another uh, thing I would I'd like to leave in twenty twenty two. Okay, you got a couple of minutes to do it. Go ahead. I feel that you are the misuse of I feel statements. This drives me crazy. I have been getting an influx of these because of the whole it's not therapy thing. People are trying to provoke me. I feel statements in order to actually be a true I feel statement have to be followed with a feeling. So I feel happy, sad, angry, frustrated, uncomfortable, whatever. You don't just get to go, I feel that you're stupid that's not an I feel statement. That's an accusation. Well done. This happens all the time and it drives me crazy. And it I never know whether someone has just, you know, been taught to communicate terribly or they're actually being manipulative in bad faith. And for me, I want to block them. But if there's the chance... I can't block people in real life for one, but I want to walk away from the conversation. But if there's a chance this person has just been poorly socialized, I want to give them a chance, but nine times out of 10, they know exactly what they're doing. And what we're going to do on that point, which I agree with, I have a warning for you. It's one that you should heed because I did not heed this warning and I am now ruining the day that I did not heed this warning. Yeah, just and where did this warning come from? Stop. Stop gloating. Me. All right. Do you want to say I told you so? To get, no. Do you want to get that over with? Get Say I told you so? No. Because it doesn't matter. No matter how many times this happens, you don't listen to me the next time. And I, I understand. We can get into a larger conversation with this, but go ahead, Ed. Tell him what happened. I'm encouraging every... I, I'm directing everyone out there who has a computer to back up their important files. I Not know... just in one place. In multiple places. We'll, okay, we'll get to that. Um, but at least back it up in one place. At least have a backup of your important files. Because I didn't do this. I was planning, I bought a drive, and I was planning to back up uh, my, my main drive uh, over the weekend. What happens? First, uh, in the morning, one drive fails, which has older files on it. I come back from the computer place, and... Uh, I discover another drive has failed. My main drive. Everything is on it. All right. my not, work not assets. Not your main computer hard drive. Your main external drive. My main external. Yeah. Every, I've got everything on that thing. 
everything, the work of months and years are is on that. And I've been going around trying to find other places, like people I emailed files to. I can pull the file out of the email I sent them. So I've got that. Um, but uh, I'm still waiting to hear if, if I'm going to have uh, that hard drive uh, back or not. And the thing is, the people who fix these hard drives, these people are robbers. They are thieves. They are Ganuvum. They, they know they've got you by the short and curlies. And so they charge you a fortune to get that data back. They're well, like extortionists. It is, it is expensive to maintain the equipment that they use. But yeah, they know they got you. Yeah, it is like. You're also you're also subsidizing the people that drop off the drives and then don't pay. Two hundred and fifty bucks. That's the beginning. Oh, that's cheap. That's no, that's the beginning up to two thousand dollars. Wait, they don't tell you how much it's going to cost before they start. No, they give you the they look at it, uh, assess it, tell you what it will cost, give you the give you the chance to say yes or no. Okay, I was going to say, because, no, you can't just tell someone at the back end two thousand dollars no one of the drives that i had a third drive which is old and it's not that important um they said oh it's a mechanical failure on that one that's yeah. gonna start at nine hundred dollars like what are you are you insane like what well, is, you gotta... is this is this 30 23 when uh when money means uh, you know means less uh like what's going on how would you 900 what nine hundred dollars to, to open up the damn drive and fix it? Are you well, insane? Well, yeah, because they're opening up something that was never intended to be opened up. Well, okay, I know what happened at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark when they opened the Ark, um, and that was a bad thing. And I know Pandora's box uh, shouldn't have been opened, but no. this is a piece of electronics. Yeah, but these hard drives, you know, you probably go out, you buy the one that's on sale or something like that they're not intended with the for the number of hours of use that you get with an, an onboard drive that goes in your computer that's you know permanently connected to your system that's why internal storage costs you know about the same as the external storage with all the fancy fancy pa- packaging Right, See, they're, I they're had, built I, I, for more hours of use. So if you're constantly running that external drive on a machine, you're gonna wear it out. Well, it's also not efficient. You're using more power. It's a slower transfer rate. You should be working from your internal hard drives and then only transferring to external stuff when you need to as a backup. You shouldn't have that many external drives plugged in. You need a better storage solution that's more robust. This is the equivalent of I told you so. No, I'm explaining to people what and people's eyes are glazing over. And that's the problem with computers. People are like, yeah, 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 I don't care until they care. You know, like me, I'm sitting here trying to reconstruct stuff. Um, and uh, it's and I'm like, oh, yeah, I think I sent that to this person. Let me check my email files. Oh, yeah, I've got that file. Well, here. I mean, I back up all my important text documents, like anything that isn't a really large file. How do you do it though? Do you save it to two sources at the same time, one then the other? What I'll sometimes do, well, for text documents, I put them on uh, OneDrive and G Drive. OneDrive is the cloud, right? Well, they're the the Microsoft uh, remote storage solutions. 
you know, Google Drive, OneDrive, you get a certain amount of space free with your Windows subscription, which means it's not free, so use it. Um, but then there's, um, you know, you can do, I mean, for the, uh, you know, the big 4K web series I did that are massive files, I backed them up on two different hard drives. Now there's also a copy that's on YouTube. But YouTube quality isn't isn't okay, the so same. not so you're not that's what you do with your text documents. What do you no, do with that, other that files? Was, that was a video file. I put them on external drives, but I don't have them constantly plugged into the machine. So how often do you go back and update your 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 update computer your update uh, drive? And won't it just tell you that it, there's a lot of files that are already there? What do you mean? Like this file already exists. Do you wish to overwrite it? No, like, because I remove it from my computer. I mean, there are backup programs you you can use. Uh, Mac, Mac uh, Apple users like Mac users they they uh, really push. It used to be called Time Machine. I don't know what it's called now, but you know the problem with that is it slows down your system when it's doing the backup. But it, 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 you know, it really depends on how valuable a particular set of data is. When I have valuable video files, I cannot afford to lose. I always make duplicate copies on the original import. So if anything goes wrong, I have it. See, you're a responsible computer owner. I'm a normal computer owner. But I warned you about Here this. it comes. No, I warned you. I'm not telling you this to I told you so. This isn't an I told you so. Okay. This is a please listen to me next time. Okay. There's a difference. Okay. One is trying to grind it in. Ne what I'm trying to tell you is I don't say these things just to be annoying. I tell you this because I know what can happen. And I know how stressful it is when you lose stuff. And an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. All right. Like this All is all right. People don't like now. We need we need to contextualize this, listeners at home or in your cars or at work. Ed for a while thought two-step authentication was too much work. It's a lot of work. But um, it's there for a reason. Yeah, but I'm somebody who loses my phone all the time. So I can't get in to my my things on my desktop until I find my phone. I will say this though. I have uh stories in little uh, story, uh, you know, uh, books that I wrote when I was like in third grade. I have drawings that I made when I was in a little sock in kindergarten. Yeah. They have never failed. Paper never fails. Well, you know, I, I've just made myself out to be like a super duper tech nerd, but my, you know, my personal clients for It's Not Therapy, none of their information is online. They fill out the form. It's printed out. It's deleted. I'm not having a bunch of people's personal information sitting on the internet waiting to get hacked. Okay, good policy. And yeah, speaking, of I... your, uh, speaking of your clients mm -hmm. and the counseling service you provide. Well, um, it's counseling. Well, it's peer counseling. It's, it's peer not therapy. Counseling. It's not it's therapy. therapy. It's peer counseling. Yeah. Um, it's not therapy. A great radio show slash podcast is available uh, on all podcast services. Check it out. It uh, talks about things that uh, you and I face all the time in life. Sometimes things we didn't even realize were holding us back. Um, you, it, it opens your eyes. 
And, yeah, getting uh, getting back on the horse after the holidays was tough this time, man. I well, you did a good job. The show is working. the show is great about change and what what gets in the way of change and how to get past that. Uh, the show provides real hands-on, understandable, relatable tools to to suggest ways to get past the things that are, are a pain in the butt in your life. Um, so uh, check that out. It's not therapy. It's on uh, Saga960 AM, uh, Saga960AM.ca, drops Thursdays, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, and at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursdays, uh, the the ep- new episode is out on uh, all podcast, podcast version, platforms. Yeah. Podcast so, so check it out. Um, and, and you can listen to previous episodes right now. No, they're it's listening not- to us. They can't do two at the same, same time. Well, we're wrapping up, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yeah. All right, so it's time for you to say goodbye. Like the official bye-bye? The official bye-bye. Okay, here we go. First bye-bye of 2023. Bye-bye! Bye-bye!